Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. We have absorbed what we witnessed yesterday and... Today's not any better. <laughs> it just, it's not. I mean, there's uh, the same level of, a, I mean, as a fan, the fan's perspective, okay? Um, I mean, we do this, I do this for a living, and you, you sit here and you pontificate about, you know, different things that you would like to see, and you throw out topics. But as a fan, man, it just, it makes you sick to your stomach. Because now you think to yourself, okay, and, and I'm, I'm not, it's, it's, it's not like, well, we only do this after losses. No, I We've been saying, Gary Ellerson and I doing the postgame show since the beginning of the season, we've been saying this is a good team. And it's not a, It's not that it's not a good team. It's a good team. But the question always is, is it, one, a championship team? And, two, what do they need? Well, the needs have not changed. As a matter of fact, they've been amplified. You need another wide receiver. You need a a middle linebacker. You need more beef up front. You need that. You need that. And those were things that weren't addressed. You know, and and the 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 angst of every Packers fan is, oh by the way, your first round draft choice uh, doesn't even suit up. You know, I it just it is a uh, a maddening scenario right now. And for many fans who believe, and again, I was watching this morning. I was watching Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. I was watching Fox Sports. I was watching ESPN. I'm watching the highlights in SportsCenter. I'm watching Get Up. And they said, you know, it wasn't just one person. And people, you can poo-poo it all you want because of the source of where it came from. But it doesn't change the fact that it's an honest opinion. The, the quote was, somebody in Green Bay let the front office know, you're wasting by not going all in, you're wasting the last two or three, four years of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if you say, well, the clock isn't three years, well, you started the clock ticking. And if the clock's not the next two, three years, then why in the hell did you make the draft choice for Jordan Love? And trade away a fourth-round choice along the way. 
Why didn't you address a need? I'm Patrick Queen's kicking ass over there for Baltimore. He would look great in a Green Bay Packer uniform. He was sitting there. He had other wide receivers sitting there. So it's it's it does it doesn't matter who's delivering the message. The message is the same. I think I can see it. Gary Ellerson sees it. I listen to other analysts in the state. They see it. Listen to the broadcast. They see it. Wide receiver, middle linebacker, beef up front. Somebody to, uh, to, to fortify the trenches. That's it. That's it. 855-830-8648. This portion of the program is being brought to you by good friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Superior products, yes. Sales consultants who listen, yes. Dedication to innovation for over 150 patents, yes. They got great offers, not just the ones you hear advertised, but all kinds of financing options to fit just about anybody's budget. Yes, all of that. But what you may not know is that thousands of people have chosen, chose, just like I did, chose Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Right there, at their initial appointment, they said, you, you blow me away, yes. So right now through November 30th, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin making it even easier to, uh, to go with them. With 5% same-day offer savings right now at your initial consultation. That's on top of no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years plus an additional 5% at that initial consultation. It's easy. It's e- either go to the experience centers in Brookfield, Green Bay, and now in Madison, or go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Great people over there. Check them out and do what I did. Just go in and say, yeah, this is this is awesome. Yes. Let's go to the phone calls. Let's go to Lon uh, listening to us in southwest Minnesota. Lon, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Hey, um, couldn't agree with you more. I think we're wasting a fantastic quarterback, and he does have years left in him, but what, what good is he going to do if you don't have the people around him? But as my son and I watch the ball game, it's just like the defense almost is more precedent the need is, is with the defense versus what they can do on the offense. The offense moves the ball, and if they get people back healthy, you know, they're solid. You know, I, I personally believe in watching that how much um, Alan Lazard means to that team without him out there. But defense, you just need somebody up front that can stuff things. You're going to see the run coming. They're just People are going to continue. Teams are going to continue to just to plan it that way. You know, when you don't have to make Kirk Cousins throw the ball yesterday, get him any pressure, you know, that is just making him look all that much better. Mm-hmm. And those are my thoughts. All right. Appreciate it. No, I, I completely agree with you. And, and look at it this way. You didn't need Kirk Cousins to go out and throw the ball 40 times to beat the Green Bay Packers. You didn't. It, it, you needed him to basically stand back there and hand the ball off, and you were going to beat the Green Bay Packers. That's the sad thing about it. Kirk Cousins yesterday threw the ball 14 times. 14. Completed 11 for 160 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown to who? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, whip your ass. Oh, single-handedly, he had two catches for 63 yards, a 13-yard reception and a 50-yard pitch and catch and run for a 50-yard touchdown. After that, 30 carries, 163 yards, and three touchdowns. He averaged over five yards a carry yesterday. That is just whipping your ass up front. 
There is no two ways about it. No two ways about it. That's it. Your front your front seven, if you will, eight if you're stacking the box, got beat. You, I mean, they lined it up. You knew they were going to run the ball. Here you go. Circle it. Here comes Dalvin Cook. Tackle him. Ah, can't. Let's go to Antoine listening to us in Milwaukee right here on the fan, our flagship station. Antoine, how you doing? Pretty good. Thanks for taking my call. I'm just calling in about pretty much the Packers. Um, I came to the realization that um, the Packers, we have uh, championship Super Bowl quarterbacks, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, but we don't have a Super Bowl organization. Um and uh, honestly, I, we can say we kind of lucked up on those two. Those are transcending kind of players and stuff. Um, ch- championship, Super Bowl organization, they, they make the big moves. I didn't watch this pass up on Randy Moss, Marshawn Lynch, the little Mack we didn't get. Um, and then I just recently, I'm not saying Antonio Brown is the best fit, but he, he Tampa Bay got him for $2.5 million. Uh, we signed Devin Funches for $2.5 million. Um, that's high, high, high. Hey, high. We hey, you got to make those kind of moves. Simple yeah. as that. And we we don't we don't have that if factor about us and stuff. So I, I just came to conclude. I love the Packers. I'm glad that we're relevant every year. But we we don't make those we don't make those Super Bowl moves. Um, you will see the Patriots. They make those Super Bowl moves. They'll take a risk on a, a Randy Moss because they understand they have a strong locker room. Um, you, Tampa Bay, they they make the Super Bowl moves. They got Tom Brady. They understand. They only got him for a couple years. A couple years ago, we seen um, New Orleans. They tried to sign Dez Bryant before he got injured. It, it's certain moves that you make just because you know that you're that close to a, a Super Bowl. It's add you add that player, you subtract it from somebody else, and that's how you make those kind of runs and stuff. And I got yet to see the Packers organization make those moves. We don't have those guys that bring that, that if factor, like a Khalil Mack. I know a lot of people are like, well, Khalil Mack plays defense, and that's that's one guy who could have been that if factor for us and stuff. And we, we don't make those moves. So I'm just at the realization that we, we're not a Super Bowl organization. We just got Super Bowl quarterbacks. And um, hats off to Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. So I'll hang up and I'll let you guys continue to talk. Thanks for taking my call. No, I appreciate it. And this one is from Aaron. Aaron writes, and it goes along with what you said. We as fans are fools. We buy their stock. We buy their jerseys. We buy everything in the pro shop that they have to offer. And we feel we are the best fans in the land. However, our ownership feels the need to keep our money flowing. So they keep them competitive, but they don't completely go for it. While it was a tremendous ride in 2010 and to win a championship is nothing short of amazing, this team had all the pieces in place at one point in time to actually, quote, go for it, end quote. I think they need to go for it again while you still have the quality of quarterback because you picked up a guy that's unproven and now you're saying he's our future. Well, when is our future going to be now? You made a move last year that wasn't a big splash that turned out to be great when you picked up the uh, the Preston and Zedaria Smith brothers. Um, and I picked and I picked Adrian Amos to be kind of an unsung hero, but this team needs another move or two to shore up some of the problematic things that we've all been talking about for a long time. Why is Gutekind so reluctant to make a deal that is going to help the Green Bay Packers and help Aaron Rodgers right now? Are they so obstinate that they think they can win their way without getting any help, or won't they admit their failures in some of the draft choices that he's brought in here? And that's when you talk about going to make a move. 
Uh, this one's from Joe who says, uh, I thought Kamal Martin played okay yesterday when you talk about the middle linebackers. Uh, what are your thoughts? Look, he he had a couple of bright spots in the third quarter specifically. I mean, he had uh, pressure on Kirk Cousins at one point. Uh, he had uh, a tackle for loss. Uh, I'm not saying that players did not play well. What I'm saying is, is that each play that was broken, there was player or two that did not play well, and you're only as good as your weakest link. I think the defense is not horrific. I think the defense needs to be bolstered. You need to fill a couple of spots because there are some good players here, but you need some additional players around them that can bolster them. Uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We got L and Mike and everybody else on hold still talking about this loss from yesterday, and it stings, and it's it, it seems to be angering. And and some people are going to say, as we're getting over on Twitter, that uh, we only complain after the loss. These are some of the things that I was talking about, and people were then ridiculing back when they were you know 4-0, and and I understand it. But you know that when you get to the postseason and you face teams that are better, that have the ability to run the football or smash you in the mouth, you've got to be able to answer. And then you've played a couple of very physical teams, and you've lost those games. You've lost those games when they've smashed you in the mouth. So now what is your answer? We're seeing it again. Wash, rinse, repeat. Great, go 13-3. and But if you lose in the postseason, it doesn't mean a damn thing. It means you still have the same weaknesses we've been talking about for a period of time now. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by good friends over at Quick Trip. Take, heat, eat. That kind of goods is right now. They're making some great meals out in La Crosse. They put them in the trucks. They send them out. They're there that day ready for you to take home. And, again, take, heat, and eat. Good stuff from our friends at Quick Trip. Use your Quick Rewards card as well. Quick Trip, they've got you covered. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We knew exactly what they were going to do in terms of they were going to ride him and and also just with the conditions out there it was pretty windy and and we never put them in a situation where they had to drop back and throw the football or at least not too many times so you know that's something that we better get it fixed and we better get it fixed fast because i have a pretty good idea of what's going to happen next week or you know on a short week on thursday in san francisco as well there you go mike Patton. that is your head coach calling you out we knew exactly what they were going to do, and we couldn't stop it. There you go. We knew exactly what they were going to do, and we couldn't stop it. That is the, uh, that is the head coach throwing the indictment out there to the defensive coordinator and or the players on the field. That's it. That's it. By the way, more breaking news in regarding in regards to COVID. I don't know how this happens. Uh, I mean, I get it that guys are going to come down with it, but I don't know how guys what, – what in the world is the NFL doing by testing guys that morning and then allowing them to go out that and play and not getting the results back till the next day? Uh, the Cleveland Browns are now saying that a player who has not been in the facility – uh, has reported that he is experiencing COVID-related symptoms. There have been other, uh, there have been no positive test results, by the way, among the players, coaches, or staff members. But the team decided to host the meetings remotely anyway. So uh, we know the Baltimore Ravens have a positive test. The Packers have a positive test. Uh, the player, being AJ Dillon, has self-quarantined. 
Uh, they're working with the league to try to, you know, follow all the guidelines now and get them back. But now you got a short week. So now you got yet another Thursday night game that is in jeopardy of not being played because of the COVID virus. I can't wait for this thing to uh, to to be a, a, a thing of the past. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, I, I me and everybody else, me and 20 billion people, but wow. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Let's get back to the phone calls. The Packers just ugly yesterday, for the, for lack of a better term. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over at New Mail Medical. And uh, when you talk about New Mail Medical helping out guys uh, all over uh, the state and beyond the borders, look, uh, we all know you're sitting in right now talking about COVID and you're not going out. You're not doing the same thing. I mean, you may not be going to the gym. You're not working out. You could be binge eating or binge watching TV and eating you know, grub while you're bored. Before you know it, you pack on the pounds. You could be in a total funk. And, and back earlier this year, I went through the same thing, but I said enough is enough. I put some gym equipment in the house. I went back and saw my friends at Newell Medical Center. They helped me out. I started the all-in-one weight loss program, and within days I was back working out in the home gym and motivated. I still have about seven more pounds to go. I was 292 in January. My goal is by the end of the month or going into Christmas time, I want to be at 230, which would be the lowest I've been since I walked through the doors as almost a freshman in high school. And I'm feeling great. I'm at 237 right now. Is back working out in the home gym. And whether it's that, uh, maybe low T treatments, lack of energy, brain fog, whatever it happens to be, suffering from ED, all you got to do is call the one number. One number for the locations in Milwaukee, Green Bay, and beyond the borders. One phone number, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mel Medical Center. Again, 414-455-4451. Five one. Let's go to L listening to us in Philadelphia. L, what's going on, man? How you feeling today? Hey, good afternoon. Um, I was calling because, um, yeah, I wanted to comment. Basically, uh, my thoughts about the Packers, man. Oh boy. Well, one, I feel like, like you, I mean, everybody. I'm pretty much want to echo everybody sentiment about them not addressing the players that they need to get in. Um, it's frustrating as a fan to see this. I think the one time we made it to the Super Bowl within this era, within this decade or whatever, or last decade, was because we basically, the, 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 the GM finally came in. Um, he noticed that we needed what we needed. We grabbed little players. I mean, it wasn't any of like top-tier players, but like I remember us getting Ryan Pickett. Like, people like that, like, these are not main, you know, like uh, door-busting, you know, pickups or whatever, but nevertheless, they brought people in to compliment the players that we already had. Do I think our defense is bad as a, a unit? I don't think they're really bad. I don't, and I don't want to blame Petten either. I think Petten doesn't have the right, uh, you know, uh, personnel to instill his defense. There's times where he look good, but, you know, collectively, um, teams know now. They do to run the ball. And running the ball, we don't have the players to stop the run. So as, a, uh, as an organization, we need to address that. Like, you need to bring people in. Um, to, you know, basically give him at least I could because I see people want his head. They want him fired. They want him gone and all of that. But you got to give the man a fair chance, like at least give him some players to whereas it'll, it'll definitely like, you know, uh, he'll be able to institute what he's trying to do. Now, if it's not working after you get the players, then, yeah, the guy needs to go. But just to say that he's, he's it's his it's his fault and he's 100 percent his fault. That's not fair. It's not fair to do that. And also, too, real quick. um I don't want to be – I mean, if people are going to crucify me for saying this, 
But I really feel like this offense and our offense runs better without Devontae Adams. I hate to say that, but it's just the truth. Like, when we played without Devontae Adams, I remember last year playing against the Chiefs. We didn't have Devontae Adams. We were rolling. We beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. We go to uh, Dallas. We beat Dallas the same exact way without Devontae Adams. Then when Devontae Adams comes back, it's like, oh, we got to do our best to implement him into the offense. Meanwhile, you're missing, you know, what got us there in the first place when he wasn't around. So I think us bringing another receiver in would be good. But we also got to look at film. We got to look at what we do when we don't have him. And maybe that'll work out better for us, too. Yeah. No, I, Al, I appreciate it, buddy, as always. And, uh, and stay safe in Philly, okay? Appreciate it. He drops off, you get on board. I, You went for it. You won. You go from there. It is what it is. You go on. You go on. But this team has not consistently pushed chips to the middle of the table. And at what point you say you need to? You're on the you were a game away from going to the Super Bowl. Now, you're probably three players away, four players away from actually being a shoe-in to go to the Super Bowl. But at what point do you just lock it in, you know? Let's go to Mike listening to us in Rhinelander. Mike, how you doing, man? What's going on? Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing well today. What's What are you thinking? Um, well, I'm thinking we need to uh, we need to really coach up the gap assignments. Uh, that was a big problem yesterday. Um we need to – I think they almost need to go back to peewee football and wrapping up on pads. Uh, nobody seems to want to use their arms to tackle anybody. Um, I think if we can get one more guy on offense, I know we're, we, we have good personnel on defense. Uh, we could use another pass rusher, but if we can get people to commit to their assignments and uh, get another – like I know we're looking at uh, Will Fuller. Uh, get him opposite to Devontae, and when Lazard comes back, get him into the slot so we have three guys he can trust the hands on. Um, I really think you open up everything and defensively gap assignments and peewee tackling drills are really what we need. The uh, They do tackling drills. You know, it's uh, it's not like they don't. Um, it's just uh... – I don't know what the translation and why the translation fails so miserably when it comes to on the field. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. you want to chime in, feel free to, to go ahead and do so. Still taking phone calls. Let's go to uh, Dennis listening to us at home. And Dennis, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hi, Bill. How you doing? I'm doing well today. What are you thinking? Well, here's what I'm thinking, my friend. It was almost like a per- person with Alzheimer's dying a slow death that every once in a while the Packers made a play on defense and then the easiest play there's three guys that miss a tackle you know and also it's just like I don't know if it was as painful if you were at the game yourself or whatever but I don't think the officials did anything for Green Bay either yesterday you know no, there's a I couple blown there calls there a couple blown calls maybe it could have got a little momentum our way you know and it always seems when we're behind, it's just we struggle, you know. I just don't know what it is, you know. And it's like you look at Belichick, you know, you look at Seattle. These guys always pick up these guys for six-round draft choice or whatever, you know. And I don't ever hear of us, you know, trying to do something 
I, I looked at Danny Trebason last night that uh, the Bears got from, I think, Denver, and that guy was a player. He was all over the field, you know, and, I mean, you know, we let a couple guys go last year that we didn't want to pay because they're tackling, but at least they tackled, you know. And uh, I just wonder how long it's going to take before Goot really goes out and gets some pieces, you know, or before he loses the fans, you know. Right. I uh, appreciate the phone call. I At that point, I can't answer that. I guess the fans would have to answer that. You guys would have to answer that. You girls would have to answer that. You know, at what point do you throw your hands in the air and go, ah, when, I mean, you still want to be a fan. You still have hope. You know, I, I'm not knocking that. But at what point do you go, ah, don't believe in it. If, if you're not going to do anything to help this team, and we can see the weaknesses, we know what's coming. You don't need to be a, a 1-800 fortune teller to, to tell you what's going to happen. You're going to win more games. You're going to get through this to the point where, eh, you know, um, eh, you're probably going to win maybe 12, 13 games. Okay, great. And then you're going to get to the postseason. You're going to find a team that's going to play physical, and you're going to get run over. There you have it. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Biofuels Association. If you're cruising around out there, the corn that's being harvested right now, that's for the those of you who uh, can have the uh, unleaded 88 or E85. Go to abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. And don't forget, GM, by the way, they're close to releasing the new Hummer electric truck. Hummer electric truck. And uh, it's expensive, but it looks it looks awesome. I mean, it's cool as hell. Uh, but why do people buy electric vehicles? Well, uh, and especially if you're going to have a Hummer electric truck, for the money, I can own what I've always owned, a regular truck, a regular car, and I get 85% of the emissions cutting benefits just by using E85. That's right. I get 85% as environmentally responsible as the other vehicles, the electric vehicles, by using E85 compared to spending six figures on a Hummer EV. 85% of the benefit. That's half the money. So for all of you out there in the Bill Michaels universe, we'll say, give E85 a shot in your flex fuel vehicle. Or you can choose on Leaded 88 in your car, your truck, and save money and burn less fossil fuels. And if you need more info is why ethanol in your fuel is better for everybody, visit abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. And be an advocate for the farmers and the workers. Go to abetterfuel.org. More of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. It was just a strange game. You know, as we have many times this season, we took the opening possession and, and kind of methodically down the field. Uh, it wasn't a pretty drive. It was 13 plays, and they went down scored, and then we went 18 plays, and you look up the clock, and there's like five minutes left on the clock, and you're thinking, man, are we going to get this ball back? Yep, you do. You do. Those are the words of Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of Rodgers, an interesting comment when you talk about getting better. He he dropped right. We talked about this yesterday. He dropped this right in the middle of the table for everybody to see and analyze and look at. Without saying it, he said it. When he was asked, this is the Q&A between him and the reporter regarding you know, do you think your team is going to get better? Do you want to see a particular player or such brought in? Here's what Aaron had to say. 
Devontae is the only wide receiver with more than one catch today. The, the trade deadline's in two days. Do, do you need to add to that position to be the offense that, that you want to be long-term? Well, Ryan, it's not a bad question, but it's not one that I can answer. We've had many conversations about this type of thing over the years. Um, and I, you know, truly understand my role. Um, I'm not going to stomp for anybody. Last time I stomped for a player, you end up going to Buffalo. So uh, I like the guys that we have. We need more production, more consistency at times. But uh, I like the guys that we got. Obviously, I love Devontae. I'm proud of the way Jace played today, proud of Bobby. Um, love playing with Big Dog. There's nobody I'd rather be with on the field or in a dark alley uh, needing some help than Mercedes. Um, and proud of the way Jamal played. But we got to be more consistent uh, across the board, I think, at times. There you go. Dropped it right in the middle of the table. Here you go. Last time I stumped for somebody, they go, They ended up in Buffalo. I, I, I can't ask for anything. They're not going to give it to me anyway. Last time I said I, I wanted – nope, nope. And I don't know if you got the question, but the question was, you look at Devontae, he's the only receiver to, to get more than a catch. Now, Jamal Williams is a back. Tanyan Sternberger, Mark, or, uh, Tanya Sternberger uh, are tight ends. Your receivers, Malik Taylor, one catch. Marce, Mar, uh, Marcos Valdez-Scantling, one catch. Now, remember, they were one for one, one for one. Equinemius St. Brown, one for three. Tyler Irvin, one for three. Shepard, one for one. So everybody else out of your wideouts got targeted one, two, three, four, five, uh, eight, nine times. Nine times for five guys. Five out of nine. Your other wide receivers got targeted nine times with five catches. Devontae Adams, 12 targets, seven catches. They weren't open. 855-830-8648. Let's go to Mike listening to us in South Milwaukee. Mike, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Hey, uh, what are you thinking? I'd like to get your take, but, well, I'm thinking that Mike McCarthy wasn't the problem. Because here we are in the same old situation. We know we're going to be decent. We're not going to go far in the playoffs. And we're likely not going to win a Super Bowl. So I'm thinking it had nothing to do with Mike McCarthy. It was Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers wanted more out of management. And managers, it's the same thing now. They're not giving them what they need to get over the hump. You know, Mike they're, McCarthy. They're, I, now, I will say this. Mike McCarthy's offense, it, it's drastically different than what Mike McCarthy was running. So th- that I can say that that was problematic because it became relatively predictable in that sense. But as but far as the overall the same, talent, I agree with you. Boat. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. You got to give them the you got to give them the players, you know, and Yep. it's not getting done and now, you know, the defensive guy, I mean, I don't know. I just like to get your take. Thanks. All right, appreciate it. No. Remember when Dom Capers came in and he went to to Ted Thompson. Ted says, "What do you need?" He said, "I need a big stout center. I need a good linebacker or a pass rusher. I need a good safety and or corner." So he gave him BJ Raji, Clay Matthews, and he gave him Charles Woodson. And then he filled in the pieces. Oh, by the way, you had Nick Collins, who was on his way to a Hall of Fame career before the neck injury. He gave him a couple of guys in the backside that had a ton of speed in Tremont Williams and Sam Shields. He gave you those guys. Gave you Clay Matthews. Then he gave you beef up front. 
Howard Green, C.J. Wilson, Cullen Jenkins, B.J. Raji. You go through that list. Gave you those guys. Here you go. He gave you A.J. Hawk, who was already there, but he gave, A.J. Hawk was had his best year in 2010. It all came together. Even though they were decimated by injuries at that linebacking position, they had enough guys out uh, up the middle in the gut and the trenches to sustain. And all we hear about is smaller, more athletic. Guys getting blown off the ball. The only real beef you got is Kenny Clark. And even yesterday, he didn't he didn't have his best game. You know? Linebackers? <laughs> Come on, Martin played pretty well, had his moments. But again, they don't value that linebacking position. Although it was funny today, I was listening on Good Morning Football, and all they did was criticize the Green Bay Packers for not getting additional linebackers. It's funny how the rest of the league does, or those that used to play in the league do. They don't. Maybe you don't value it when you don't get good ones. You know, when you when you don't get that 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 Pro Bowl level. Well, we don't need that guy. We don't need them. They're not. They're not that important. Well, it's only because you don't have one. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Let's go to Bob listening to us in Plain Lake. Bob, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, more. Well, um, I really your opinions on things sure for you Can go ahead doctors have, yeah. have be... well yeah go ahead i'm sorry go ahead um would you consider the packers the having the worst front sub foul that to two twenty and Okay, I appreciate the phone call. You're breaking up really, really bad. All I got was, do I think that they have the the worst front seven in football? Um, the worst? No, no, I don't. I mean, there's there's some teams that are flat out bad up front and can't stop anybody. You don't need to look any further than what they've got going on right now. Overall, with say like the Jets, I mean, Quinn and Williams, their first round draft choice last year, playing really solid. Um, you got uh, what Henry Anderson, Anderson uh, Basham, I think, is o- over there as one of their linebackers. Um, who's the other one? The big defensive tackle that they got uh, it came from uh, the, the the Raiders, or excuse me, the Rams. The Rams. Um, Frank I, Frank um, Franklin Myers, I think, is is the guy's name. Uh, they're a bad football team. They got a terrible uh, front seven. Cincinnati's front seven sucks. How they won that game yesterday, I have no idea. After they got rid of uh, Dunlap, uh, Bledsoe and Covington and, and Daniel, they got Mike Daniels over there. And I look, I, I like Mike Daniels, but between him and Geno Atkins, they're not. Those are really the only two guys that are okay. Geno Atkins has not been Geno Atkins for a couple of years now. Carl Larson stinks. I, it just you know, they they're not a good defensive front. So I to say they're the worst, no, I don't agree with that. I think there's some other teams in the league that are that are bad, um, but yeah, you know, I mean even Minnesota. You look at Minnesota when you talk about their front seven. Their front seven's okay, but you know they got rid of Ngakwe, and he was really one of their better up front guys. Jalen Holmes, uh, Jaleel Johnson. You're talking about some of these guys. They're okay, but they're not great by any stretch of the imagination. But they do have good middle linebackers. Eric Kendricks was all over the field yesterday. Eric Wilson's okay, but Kendricks was he was he was running pretty wild yesterday. 
So I don't think they're the worst, but I think that uh, there's there's a lot of room for improvement. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. We've got a lot more to get to. Don't forget, coming up on Wednesday night, it's the Bill Michaels Huddle. It's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. And we're going to be here 6 to 8 Wednesday night, a special Wednesday night edition. And when we come back, I also want to tell you about uh, what this week may or may not hold because there's some reality to all of this when you talk about COVID, okay? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michaels Show next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Green Bay Packers dealing with coronavirus. Rookie running back A.J. Dillon testing positive. He played 17 snaps in yesterday's game against the Vikings. Final score 28-22. The first loss within the division for Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. We knew that in order to win this football game, a couple things had to happen. We knew we had to stop the run. That didn't happen. We knew we had to play penalty free. That didn't happen. The penalties were a big part of it. And uh, when you do that, you're going to get beat. LaFleur now 8-1 and one in the NFC North. The winds were gusting up to 44 miles per hour. Aaron Rodgers. It was just a strange game. You know, as we have many times this season, we took the opening possession and, and kind of methodically down the field. You look at the clock and it's like, Five minutes left on the clock, and you're thinking, man, are we going to get this ball back? Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins. Yeah, the wind was kind of the story of the day from warm-ups on, just trying to manage it and understand it. Minnesota running back Dalvin Cook racked up 226 yards in total offense and became only the third player in Vikings history to score four touchdowns in a single game. Felt great. And it's my first win in Lambeau. That's, that's most important. As Vikings running back Dalvin Cook in Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Glad to have you back talking uh, to you, to you, about what you witnessed yesterday and uh, where you're at when it comes to the level of frustration regarding regarding the team. I know that uh, a lot of people have a lot of strong feelings about what's going on or maybe what more so what's not going on with this Packers team. Now they got uh, COVID to worry about as that has reared its ugly head. 855-830-8648, 830 8648. Glad you're with us. And um, appreciate it on a day like today. Coming up in the next uh, couple of hours, we got a lot to get to. We're going to talk with Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette at the bottom of the next hour. We're going to continue to talk with you. Mike Clements is going to be here as well. He's going to give us his thoughts. Aaron, basically, Aaron Rodgers, taking, a, I would say, taking a shot at the organization by saying, look, the last time I stumped for a guy, um, you know, he ended up in Buffalo. So, uh, you know, they, when when asked whether or not they should be making a trade. Uh, let's get back at it. Let's go to Bill listening to us in Racine. Bill, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's going on? Morning, Bill. How are you? Doing well today. What's on your mind? So, I'm just curious because I hear a lot of fans and even, you know, members of the press this year kind of advocating for the Packers to be active and make a trade deadline move. But I got to ask, what is different about 2020 than 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 
and every other year where we've had one of the best quarterbacks in the game, a competitive team, but we've never made a trade. We don't do that in Green Bay. So right. why, I'm just curious as to why this year, because, I mean, I look at all the competitors. Or, you know, Pittsburgh made a trade this morning. Kansas City picks up Le'Veon Bell. Baltimore trades for Ngakwe. Seattle's made a couple trades for Dunlop, picked up, you know, Harrison. Right. Arizona made a trade for a Marcus Golden from the well, Giants. Well, you're, you're answering is, your own you're answering your own question, and here's the reason. Before a while back, you didn't have NFL teams that made a lot of trades. There weren't a lot of trades at the trade but deadline. Bill, you know, now, now there are. New England has made the most trades of any NFL team in Correct. the last five years, ten years, fifteen years, and twenty years. Teams did make trades, and in Seattle with John Schneider, a former. You know, They've traded for Marshawn Lynch. They traded for Cliff Abel. Yep. They traded for Diggs last year. They traded for Jamal Adams. Teams have been doing this. The Packers have ignored the trade route forever. Right. And all of a sudden, it seems like we're, we're paying attention to it. And I, I agree with you. ESPN paid attention to it today or whatever the morning show was. This is an organization that's been complacent and stayed for a decade. And they yeah. expected Rodgers and the guy. We like our guys. That's our attitude. I think we're just trying to win another uh, the NFC North, which is, I mean, let's be honest, it's terrible again. When, when's the last team and time another NFC North team was a serious contender to win a Super Bowl or to get to the Super Bowl, other than Green Bay? We've been, we've been. This is the same song and dance yeah. that we've seen for a decade. Packers yep. will get in the playoffs, as you said. They'll win their ten to twelve games. They might win one game and they'll get smacked, but. I don't see this has been going on for ten years. This is the Ted Thompson, Brian Gutekunst philosophy. I appreciate the phone call. I agree with you, and I think that the argument has been made that Brian Gutekunst is more likely to make a deal than his predecessor was. Ted was almost obstinate about it. It wasn't like he didn't make calls, but he was almost obstinate about it. And the value of draft choices is far higher for guys that may or may not make it, then maybe picking up a guy who may help you in the here and the now. I, I, I couldn't I, I I don't know philosophically why they don't do things at times. But we'll talk about it. And by the way, you start going through those trades, we'll get you caught up on the deals. We'll get you caught up on the deals that are going down yesterday, today in the NFL. Stay tuned, a whole lot more of the Bill Michael show next. Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.